Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of The Intellectuals with Tony and Nick. Yeah. All right. We have a we have a very very special show today. We have a man who is who is bi coastal legendary. I would say <laughs> bi coastal, and maybe even on the on the East Coast, North and South. Would that be abbreviated to bi legendary? Is that is that sure. a lie? Yes. Because that opens up a whole new future for me. <laughs> which, I, which I have That's yet right. to explore that much. Well, you know, 2021, baby. Let's, 2021. let's see what we can do. Okay. Let's, let's mix it up. Okay. So without further ado, this is a man who I've known for uh, like 30 plus years. As crazy as that sounds. Wow. Um, a, a, a gentleman who is incredibly talented. Uh, I think we're going very, into very our 30th smart. year, by the way. That's incredible. Yeah. Three decades. Yeah. Three decades of decadence. Yeah. Um, Three deca- and, decadence. Uh, yeah. Decadence. Yeah. He's also a very, very talented musician. He is a, he is a, he's a teacher and a, and, a, and a composer and an artist and a, and a performer. Uh, and an artist of, in all sorts of mediums, I would say, Tal. You could be like an Andy Kaufman type, you know, as a, a performance artist. Hmm. I do like. What do you think about that? I I think no. I think I think an Andy Kaufman type has to love being in front of people and like showcasing, like spotlighting themselves. I, I don't think I, that's me. But I but mm. I but it is a multiple multidisciplined. I think that's correct. Yes, multidisciplined. Anyway, here he is, multidisciplined, bi coastal, bi legend, Mr. Tal Ariel. It's an honor, yeah, so. a delight. I've been excited about this since you asked me. I, I'm a little nervous, to be quite honest. And I was like, okay. how do I prepare for this? Okay. So, so I, I listened to all the other episodes because at least I want to like, wow. at least I want to like, you know, who my adversaries are. And then, I, you know, I, I, like, <laughs> I was like, okay, what state of mind do I want to be in? Do I want to be like jacked mm-hmm. up? Do I want to be like real mellow? You know, there's, there's like, yeah. there is that like state where you're just like, what's coming out is just like feels so good and you're just riffing yeah. and tell and, and tony tony is a master me, of that. like the greatest master of anybody i've ever met at that at oh, that yeah. yes wait and you always and, act, and, and you always act all, su- all hyped up I'm always surprised when i say that and i've said that to you wait like and being hyped times. up wait hold on hold on take a step back take a step yeah. back no wait, master no. of what being... no not being hyped up oh, oh. the master of the conversational oh, flow of the oh, comedic yes. riffing yes of the like endless stream it's it's something to behold <laughs> i don't know anybody oh, like that i do know you know you know who's huh. kind of close to that is austin austin hill has that similar kind of like it's always yeah. funny and fresh like it never gets tired. austin hill is is a national treasure by yeah, the way yeah. uh so so I'm, I'm honored to be compared to him that's that's great um uh, nicky you were going to say something just now um I was going to say, uh, well, I agree, oh. but uh, Tony is, you know, by far one of the most talented people I know. And when we do these podcasts, I just sit back and <laughs> laugh at his jokes. And every now and then I'll tell a story. And that's that's all I yeah, do. And I've been doing that for <laughs> almost 30 years. 
<laughs> oh, stop it. You guys are making me blush. The thing that's weird about these podcasts is because we're all on Zoom and we're all kind of apart, we end up stepping on each other's like, and it's hard to get into a little bit of a flow. That's the only, that's one of the challenges. And when we're editing these, you'll notice that every now and then we all try to say something funny or we want to jump in and it's, this is just the world we live in. It's it's a Zoom world. I think baby. we just, I just think we need to be sensitive to each other. And if someone is trying to say something, but you got something to say, just do it. And then when there's a break, say, hey, will you Wait, try to say something? Are you talking to your wife yeah. or, or is this exactly, part of exactly. the, the, the podcast? <laughs> I think it's just a good life lesson, uh, yeah. actually. Just listen. Listen more, talk less. Yeah. Yes. And right? I think and because, of, because right. of the timing issues, the simplest kind of and most respectful solution is just wait a few seconds extra. Like that. Beautiful. Oh. Yeah. Right. You see how clear my O came in and because you had paused. And being comfortable with silence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, though, awesome. who generally is not that comfortable with silence? Listeners oh. of podcasts. <laughs> and that, well, and know, there's the dilemma. I always try to imagine. Yeah. I always try to imagine what are people doing when they're listening? Because when I listen to my podcast, I'm doing the dishes. I'm walking Bob, Bob the dog. Yeah. I'm in the car sometimes when you're doing something else. You're not like, I'm going to sit down and listen to this, you know? So somebody is doing something else right now. Yeah. So like, it's nice to just be able to join them while they're, you know, while they're getting their hands all sudsy. Maybe they're, maybe they're washing their balls, whatever they're doing. Probably right? a, probably a very um, high proportion of taking a, a, a dump. You would think podcasts. No, I just, no, I, I don't, I never, maybe no, I never listen to podcasts. Cause I like to, I like to hear myself poop. Oh, I don't want to. You have like it. to hear yourself poop. What? Really? Well, yeah. Okay. That's so, yeah. So, okay. So, let's talk about poop. Do you for demand a silence from uh, everyone in your household when you poop? No, I demand noise in the background because I don't want to be like, boom, boom, boom. Mr. Brown is a is a wonder. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Mr. Brown makes thunder. So I always, I always, I always like to, uh, I always like to put a little music or something if it's too quiet in the house. You know, I like. So I think I'm just aware of the. The audio so you're like the girls who like turn the faucet on when they're peeing when you're like when they're sleeping over and they're in their bathroom. Yes. And they don't want it's exactly what I am like. Exactly. Gotcha. But but for number two, not for number one, but only for I number see. two. OK. Yeah. yeah. Fair yeah. enough. I mean, that that's that's respectful as well. So anyway, that's why it's surprising to me that someone would listen to head, put headphones on. I guess you could listen to it in your Bluetooth speaker walking around your house or something. That, I do that. If you're a fancy lad. I do that. That's what you do? You walk I do, around I do the Bluetooth, Bluetooth speaker? speaker. No, I mean Bluetooth uh, earbuds. Right. Bluetooth earbuds, and I walk around all over the place, and I listen to my podcast. So you're just, you just you could be in the bathroom, like, grunting, like having a really, like, nasty number two and, and listening to a podcast? That 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 doesn't I, strike I, you as I odd I suppose behavior. so. I mean, I, I, I generally don't do a lot of grunting, but, but at least not <laughs> in that context. But uh, right. some other parts of life, for sure, but... Uh, I don't, uh, yeah. I guess, no, I guess I don't have a problem with that. Although usually I prefer reading in the bathroom for some reason. Same, same. And maybe it's the same reason I just hadn't thought it through like you had. Have you guys, have you guys like gone into the bathroom without your phone and get, cause you have to poop and then you have like, some, you need something to read. Cause I almost need something to read to poop. Yeah. So I grab like a bottle yeah. of shampoo or something well, that's nearby. Well, what's, like, what's the alternative is that you just sit there and do nothing. And just, right, just stare, stare ahead and just I mean, is yeah. there any point in time where you do that? It's just like you just sit there and for like what a good five minutes, you just stare. 
that's that's what people meditate and it's really hard to do yeah. so you know and there's a you know oh, it takes but years that, to master but that in and of itself is a deliberate activity in this case we're talking kind of like the absence of a deliberate activity you know you're just you're just sitting there yeah I mean, when I was growing up, my bathroom had a, a sink with a cabinet underneath and all the bathroom uh, bottles were in there. And that's what I would read. I would grab a, a bottle of Clorox or whatever it was. And oh, I'd read all fuck, the absolutely. Right? Yeah. Shampoo, shampoo bottles. Right, the bathroom. It, this is right. a good business idea. Having like little in, short uh, stories or something. In oh, my, in the, yes. in my current house. Yeah. Sorry. In my current house. We had um, a magazine rack for years and years and years. We were subscribers to Entertainment Weekly for twenty years. Wow! How about TV Guide? Stopped because no one was no one was. Uh, at my uh, when I was growing up, we had TV Guide. <laughs> anyway, so eventually we got rid of that magazine rack, and my bathroom's design has no cabinet underneath the sink. It's just like a it's like a pedestal type of thing. Mm-hmm. So there's literally nothing to fucking read. <laughs> so when you're in the bathroom, if you forget your phone, you're just staring at the shower. Mm. That's so, a design yeah. flaw. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you guys had that at. I mean, I've I've been in like tech companies. This is for number ones, but you go to the urinals and they have like like a thing, like a piece of paper with some thing about the company or the work or solve this, you know, it's engineering puzzle. That's really? like a very Silicon Valley, like, yeah, Bay Area thing. Oh, yeah. I've never so seen you're that. So you're peeing, you're, yeah, there's like a little bit of like a, you know, solve this puzzle or join this club yep. and there's always something in I've front seen of the it. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Is, it, so is it static like or is it like a scream that changes? No, no. So somebody's job is to go and change this piece of paper. How, in how like often does it change? <sighs> If I had to guess, it's probably weekly, you know, they had the week of, and it, you know, they always had like a funny title, like, you know, the concentrated gentleman or something. You so know? there's, so there's a committee of people have to decide what's going up there when it's being changed. Yeah. And then there's an individual yeah. who physically has to go and change it. Why don't yeah. they put screens up? Is it, is it yeah. like I mean, not, not hygienic? No, it probably it was, you know, it's, it was probably like a project that started that just, you know, that was good. And then it just kept it, you know, and now there's got momentum. I don't know. But yeah, it's a good idea. I mean, you I've been to like sports bars that have like TVs in the bathroom. Right. Like you never miss a minute. So it's, you know. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a cool idea, actually, to have like uh, some some kind of uh, something to read. I like that idea. Yeah. I feel like I should implement that in my house. Like just yes. like on a on a weekly basis, put something up, some some kind of interesting like factoid about the cosmos or or something, and just like have it across from the toilet in both bathrooms, so that when either well, I love that. That's right. I think I'm gonna try that. What do we we need? I need. I need. Right, let's try that. I need a name for this concept. You know how like the Scandinavians um, and the Japanese have names for everything. Like when you eat yes. toast by a fire yes. outside, you know they have a name for that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? They have. Right. I read about yeah, one yeah, today in Swedish, yeah. and it was something like that, like Liftsluften, and it was like something just like when you sit outside and listen to the wind, you know, or something like that. <laughs> it's yeah, great. I, yeah. I, yeah, it's like when you go into when you go into IKEA, and they have <laughs> yeah. you know Kolsk or whatever. They have something. Everything has a has a Swedish <laughs> name, and it seems so fancy, but it it's just like plate i didn't realize that it might have another dimension like plate at exactly. the table or plate on the like know, plate right table, before you start washing names. it you know like 
It's like the thing is they're like they're such they're such keen observers of life's moments that they're like this thing is actually important and interesting enough that it needs its own name. Like you know, like in Japanese, I've told yeah. you guys this last time, Komorebi, right? Is the light that the light that comes through trees. Like when you're walking through trees oh. and the sunlight gets yeah. filtered through the trees, branches and leaves. Beautiful. That has a name, as it should. As it should. Right? And I think wow. the Japanese call uh call walking through the woods like there's like a term for it's like a it's like a forest bath right. or something. Yeah. There's like a term for like and that's it's another thing, right? You're in you're like totally wrapped in this yeah, absolutely. sensory experience. Absolutely. Right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. cool. Yeah, it's amazing. There's a, there is one that is Swedish one that I'm a big fan of that. We we kind of adhere to it at this house, like religiously, and it's called fika. You know what fika, fika? is? Fika. Yeah. Mm -mm. It sounds familiar. Fika is an afternoon coffee and cake, which is one Ooh. of the most delightful things that humans have yeah. invented. Like a like a three p.m. Yes, exactly. Or so? Three to four p.m. Yes. A hot drink, coffee, mm. or, or a tea oh. with a slice of cake. Damn. You know, that's, that sounds so wonderful. I might actually start that. Oh, yeah, there's something cozy about that. It's it's a beautiful, it's so comforting, you know. I got that book with the, uh, like, the Norwegian cozy word. Is it Norwegian? Oh, or Higa? Higa? Yeah, I have I have that book. Higa. Higa, yeah. Oh, it's Higa. a. you have a book about Higa. that. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, here it is. The Little Book of Higa. It's a hardcover. Check it out right here. Oh, wow. I would love to read that. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll lend it to you, Tom. That's great. Yeah, I'll bring it over. That's great. And the thing is, you know, like they, they're they're yeah. like material, like, you know, uh, seasonal conditions are so different than ours that they, they they just have perspectives where like they appreciate things that we're like, oh, what are we looking at here? Yeah. So they have tons of because, oh. yeah, also because it's like dark yeah. all the time there, you know, so it's like they need to make their homes oh, wow. like really cozy. So they yeah. developed an art form of coziness, yeah. which is great. Yeah. Absolutely. You have an art form, art of, co form of coziness. You have developed an art form of cozy as well. I, Kyle, I, have, I would imagine. I have. It's an important part of my life. Coziness. It's a. It's coziness. A, it's, a, it's, a, yeah. it's a factor. It's a. It's a, it's in play in, in decision making. You know, it was grand or you small. You inspired me to get those. Uh, you inspired me to get those IKEA those fuzzy slippers, which are kind of cozy. Yeah. Yep. You know the ones that look like booties. Yeah. Well, you know, you reach a but point in your life, you're like. Why am I yeah. not more comfortable right now? Is there a reason? Right. You know, yeah. like, am I, do I need to impress someone with my discomfort? You know, like, is it, who's I, benefiting from yeah. this? Who's benefiting from I me not COVID being has, the most comfortable I can be? COVID has yeah. definitely done that. I, I you know, I have a bunch of like, you know, my, my jeans are on like the tighter side. I, you know, I would wear skinny jeans. Of course jeans, they are. So probably be well, everybody <laughs> wants to see that tight ass. And then, yeah, of course. So, but I, I realized like recently, even through all this fucking pandemic, I'm still wearing these fucking tight jeans and I'm really uncomfortable. So one day, like recently, actually since, since Christmas, when Ali got me a new pair of really nice sweatpants yeah. from the Gap. Yeah. That's, you know, when your lady like, really you know, loves you. Yeah. I was on like December 28th, sitting on my couch with my tight jeans, like I do normally. <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute. Why the fuck am I wearing these? I, I've I've recently discovered the cozy the, the cozy feeling of sweatpants. How crazy is that? Yeah, yeah. Forty seven years wait, old. Wait, wait, I, I told. I'm with wait, you. I'm told. I had that recently too. It's ridiculous. No, it's ridiculous. Go ahead. Listen, man. listen to me. Listen to me. 
I have the exact same no story. <laughs> somewhere mid October, mid November. I was always basically a, you know, a jean type of guy, whether or not they're skinny or not, doesn't matter. Jeans. I like, I like the firmness of them. I, nice you know, and I read durable. somewhere where you never want to travel. Mm-hmm. You never want to travel in anything but jeans because if there's a fire, polyester pants will just like light up and stick to your skin. <laughs> for safety. Jeans scarred. for safety. Sure. Right. Right. So I've always had this in my mind that if I was out or I was like not in bed, jeans. And then suddenly <laughs> in the middle of October, November, Lisa got me like six pairs of Wow. Damn. I don't know why Jackpot. she got them. God damn. And then suddenly I now that's all I wear. I never. <laughs> it's great. I'm a, They're so nice. I'm not at a hundred percent convert, but I'm like fifty percent now, and it's the, basically the same story. It just happened within the last couple of months, and like, wow, what a difference! But you know, I guess the one thing that like I'm hesitant to switch full time is that I'm I'm like, it's it feels a little sleepy, and that's just like my yeah. psychological, you know, like, oh, you know, I feel like. Well, I don't know. Well, I always felt like I always felt like it would be something I I you know, do every day when I work. You know, where just to be comfortable while I For work. Sure. Right? And then, um, but when I went out, if I go out, then I'm gonna wear I'm gonna wear jeans. Yeah, and I, I agree. Did that for a while. But then just last night, I was at the dentist, and I'm sitting there relaxing, and they're working on my, you know, mouth. As and I look do. down, and I look down, and. There I am in sweatpants. <laughs> now I've just forgotten my rules. Nick, what if there was a fire? What if there was a fire at the dentist? This is this is dangerous times, man. Think about it. Oh, well, wow. we all have dogs, and we all have to go and walk our dogs. That's really thank God for Bob and our respective dogs because, yeah, I'd be walking out in pajamas all day, but I have to put on pants, you know, and like shoes. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. But you know Lulu, what? You know what? Lulu I have days wearing wearing pajamas. I have a friend who has been wearing sweats for a really long time, and I, in my <laughs> head, used to kind of mock him, and I used to kind mm. of be like, "Oh my god, I get it now." Sometimes it takes you forty years yeah. to learn something, or or, wait, wait, or wait, this friend, years. this friend of yours, this friend I of will yours, not mention his name. COVID. Yeah. No, no, no. Fine. No names, please. But this friend of yours, before COVID, you would go meet him for a drink and he'd be wearing sweatpants like that? Well, how do I reveal this without, without revealing uh, and too much information? I, I'll just say this. I've, he doesn't live here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wouldn't have that opportunity. But in general, like uh, not necessarily recent times. Yes. Like all the time. Wow. Now, he would also get dressed up sometimes. Wow. wow. I, right. You know, to be fair, actually, I think right. it was mostly when he'd come over and hang out at my house. Right, because your house is, is okay. Is camp you know cozy. what? Now I get that too. Maybe, camp, camp maybe, cozy. maybe that's what it was. Okay. Yes. All right. I'm only gonna come to your house in sweatpants, by the way, from now on. I love uh, it. I should have. I should have a rule. Me too. A house rule. Right. But you know what I need to do when I come over either of your houses is I need to travel with a pair of slippers. No, no. You know what I believe in? I believe that it is the household's responsibility to provide slippers for its guests. That's nice. I think that's really nice. Yeah, that's. I believe in that. And Tal, to extend that, to extend that, um, I think you should have, like, you know, you go to places, you need a dinner jacket or a blazer, and you know they have some to lend you. Yeah, you can lend sweatpants. Here's a. Of course. you You open up like a closet of sweatpants and slippers. Oh, this is brilliant. 
This is, all right. I, are we, I'm glad we recorded this because there are a lot of good ideas here so far. So many great ideas. And then when your guest goes Absolutely. and goes and, and goes to the bathroom, they go to the bathroom, and then they see like this week's That's you know right. fact, yes. facts. Yes. Yeah. And they're like, "What Did is this? Know, what is this paradise that I just walked into?" Did you into? know the nearest black hole and, is right and around if, the and corner? It, and if they're over around three or four o'clock, they get a coffee and a okay. Cake. So you guys are laughing. But I, this is real. This is real. No, this is real. Not only that, like, you know, we're, we're kind of like thinking and hoping to buy some a house or some land out kind of in the woods. And all we talk about is like, okay, how do we turn this into like this amazing, Movement, amazing lifestyle. place where people love to come and visit? and Because otherwise no one's going to fucking come out there. So we have to make yeah, it super. Right. And, and I've always operated kind of under that assumption that I have to make my place really inviting. I, I, by the way, Tal, that's nice of you to think that. I don't think, I don't think you'd have any problem, even if you do nothing, because you are like such an amazing host. You know, every time I'm at your place, you know, the food and look what I baked and and try this drink and let me give you a cocktail. And it's just, this is you, you just overwhelmed with generosity and good and good will. Like, you should never worry about that. You don't need a gimmick to get people to come to your house. All right, all right. Perhaps, perhaps that's true, but. It is well. It is. It is what one of the things that makes me happy is 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 yeah, doing yeah, that. Yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah. It's a win-win. It's a symbiotic uh, victory for everyone. So, so you are a master planner of like you know uh, events. You know, Co- extend this cozy mm-hmm. nature. Now, now you have a group of friends, and you wanna, and you have this generosity, this this generous spirit about you, um, and you have this performance spirit multi-faceted uh, performance and um, this philosophical spirit yeah I mean, so he's got exactly a yeah deep a deep thinker so uh a couple uh maybe a night or two ago me and olivia were walking bob it was at night and there was this house that had this light lighted path on the floor and olivia and olivia goes oh you know what that reminded me of you you remember the enchanted canyon mm-hmm. she's like olivia she's like, said oh, that i always think about she that. remembers that, that? So cool. yeah yeah, remembers remember that. that. That's so, that was Nick, a while ago. That's this. amazing. Yeah, that was about six 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 years ago, right? Six or seven At years least, ago. Because I was still in Diamond Heights. Wow. Yeah. So wow. check this out. Todd used to live when he lived in seven San Francisco. Years, yeah. He lived. Yeah, he lived. He lived in this house that was near a canyon. It was like a. It was like a hole in the earth. Yeah, five hundred uh, feet deep. Glen Glen Canyon. Glen Glen, Glen Park canyon, canyon. Right. canyon. So Glen Glen Park Canyon. Yeah. They used to have a dynamite factory in there until some terrible explosion happened, which is what happens if you have a dynamite factory eventually. It was the world's first. I mean, it was the country's first and only dynamite factory in the U.S. (laughs) Was there. Put it in the hole. Put it in that giant hole in San Francisco. It's it's kind of smart in a way. Like, if you're going to put it anywhere, put it in a hole. Don't put it, like, in the middle of a (laughs) neighborhood. (laughs) <laughs> right. So anyway, so so Tal had this crazy idea, and I think you had two of them, if I remember. One of them was, three was of like them. near the holidays. Three of yeah. them, right? One of them was like a Christmas That's theme. That's right, Christmas carols. And that might have been the one that we went to. That might have been Christmas the first, carols the in the one? canyon. That was the second. Yeah, that was the second. Okay, yeah. Uh, and it was the first time I met a whole bunch of like you know the crew. Like the first time I met Annie Bacon. First time I met Annie Bacon, she was on a tree, like you know, with her with her little uh, with oh, yeah? her little guitar there. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And oh, she, all pl- my, she plucks uh, me out of the crowd. All the musical uh, woods creatures. Right. 
So it was at night, Nick. So imagine this, right? This is like a public park. So the lights go down. Tal has set up these stations where he's put like these musicians, these talented people. And you are encouraged to bring a beverage in a thermos and walk around and interact. So he basically produced this like performing art troupe, which is scattered across. And it's wooded. So it's like a canopy. So it's kind of like closed in and you're walking on a trail. So you're walking down a trail and you come across and there's a person like playing a guitar and there's something kind of like the hike that we did recently. Similar kind of thing. Oh my god! Or like, oh, like your wedding, you know, where oh, you walk that's exactly that's a... exactly what it was. That was a recreation of yeah. the original. That was the same, and it was called the yeah. same thing. Uh, that was like iterations yeah, of like was... you know refinements and like you know perfection. Basically, it happened at your wedding, but it was that. I mean, and and we had just gotten to San Francisco like a like a, a month or two, and like this was like my kids were just exposed to like this this scene which which by the way is pretty dead that scene <laughs> because of covid and, and other reasons in san francisco you know yeah. like it was like oh, the, yeah. it was like that quirkiness of san francisco that like weird like isn't this awesome just like don't don't be embarrassed to sing along and don't you know just just be just be yourself yeah you know what and, i yeah. i do feel like that was the spirit in san francisco i i don't know if it still is my my sense is it's changed but that's mm-hmm. kind of what drew me into San Francisco and I th- and also has what got Same. me to kind of move in that direction is like the spirit of just creativity and like, you know, pushing ideas and, you know, just like going for it and bringing and bringing cool, fun stuff to people. You yeah. know, yeah. And, you know, Bar- Burning Man was kind of, of like, part of that whole evolution, you know, that's exactly what I was going to say. It's that whole Burning Man thing where um Hey Nick, don't forget to mute when you're typing your uh, your clickety clack there. What do you what do you what do you write? Are you writing a book report right now? What are you doing? <laughs> well, no, no, no. As muted? long as you're muted on Audacity, not on not on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I press. I have a little button on my mic. Oh, that's great. All right. Yeah. Um, sorry. No. So what I was going to say is no, no. Gonna, go ahead. We can edit all this out. This all this all this riffraff. No, but I was going to say we never will. But that's okay. Never do. It's I've that heard whole you thing around before. <laughs> it's that whole thing around like Burning Man of like you know everybody's a performer. Don't just go there as a spectator. You're part of the show. Like that spirit um, is really infused in San Francisco, and I felt it. You know when when I used to visit here before I moved yeah. here, and that's one of the reasons why I moved to the Bay yeah. Area because I love yeah. that and I love that. Me too. I feel like all that shit's gone. Like, I mean, you know, I, I, it's hard for me to tell because I'm just not there. And so, right. you know, when I say that, then I'm like, well, do I really know that? I kind of, I kind of, or am I just making myself feel good that I'm not there, yeah. part of it? I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I don't know either. I, if, I mean, it, San Francisco feels like a different city than it did. Yeah. You know, even before COVID. For right? me too. Yeah. Yeah. For me too. It, for it sure. turned into a mono culture, very tech bro-y, very tech heavy. Yeah. Like all the bars just became very monolithic and very like much less, much less freaky and vibe? creative. Yeah, totally. Totally. So that's a shame. Yeah. That's a shame. But you know, things evolve. That's how it goes. Maybe we'll go back after this. Who knows? It is. It is. We'll... Um, so, so how long have you been in the Bay area? Tom? When did you move Ooh, out here? I've been here now for 17 to 18 years. Damn. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I, I, it's like almost as long as I was in New York at this point. Yeah. Getting close. That's crazy. Take us through that journey of like, you know, college. So we went to college together. We were there like in the, you know, in the, in the early nineties. Yeah. You left, uh, junior spend, year. Spend a little, 
Yeah. A little time and you're you're you you grew up on Long Island. Up on, in Queens. Queens. In Queens. Boys, okay. So talk a little bit about that. Yeah. And then, I'm, then, I'm then one. I'm one of the... two. Uh, what is what is known as drama queens. The my 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 <laughs> part my drama queens collaborator is your guest from episode number three, Jason Sims. Uh, and we we claim that we invented the micro um, micro movie movement uh, movies that are thirty seconds or so. Really? And, uh, well, it's oh. it's a it's a longer story, but but did, we're making a movie about it. You're making a movie about the micro. We're movie. making about a movie about being the leaders of the micro movie movement. Yes, that's correct. Okay. Is it is it going to be a thirty well, second we'll movie? <laughs> I can't I can't oh, give it all right. away right now. That's that's smart. That's smart. Keep Nor should you. Yeah. So grew up in Queens in uh, in Bayside, born in Israel, moved to New York at four years old, seven, 1977, grew up in Queens, went to Jamaica States, Jamaica States. Well, it depends who I'm talking to. Right. Um, if I'm trying to oh. sound tough, I call it Jamaica. If I'm trying to sound more uh, gentlemanly and upscale, I call it Jamaica States. Right. That's what that's right. what we call credentialing in the business. That's very nice. Wow. Very nice credentialing. I am learning so much yeah. today. Jamaica States, isn't that where uh, where the Trumps are from? The Trump, they, uh, as well as coming to America. Yes. Right. A lot of great cultural. Where will you find? A lot of cultural beauty coming out of Queens. Yeah, as a matter right. of fact, I used to walk by Donald Trump family house on my way to the subway uh, every, you know, many days. But he wasn't nice he wasn't nearly State. considered the kind of sociopathic, megalomaniac, disgusting human that we know he is today. He wasn't he wasn't I'm not saying he was a good dude, but that's not the sense that yeah. we got of him. But anyway, I don't want to talk about him. Um, that's smart. So yeah, so Queens, grew up in Queens. Wait, hold on. So Israel, what, how old are you when you came when you came to the USA? Four years old. Four years old. So you speak fluent Hebrew. I right? speak you fluent are... Hebrew. Hebrew is my first language, but I I'm much better in every way in English. Sure. Much much better. Are Vocabulary, you so I'm also a native writing. speaker? Yeah. What I've found in my biggest deficiency with my native tongue, which is Spanish, is that I'm not funny in Spanish. I don't have I don't have oh. that I don't have that timing I don't have the wit really yeah I didn't I'm, even know this was a thing I agree like I think I think I wouldn't say entirely but much less so it's I'm much I'm, I don't have right. the same flow I have to be a lot more physical with my comedy in Spanish or with my I, I think it's clumsier right? like, I think it's a lot clumsier yeah right yeah and well, I have to work harder and, and I'm and I'm like a little yeah. self-conscious about it while I'm doing it yeah, same, same. All those things to me, exactly. The same. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, English. Uh, moved to New York. Moved to Queens in '77. Went to Solomon Schechter of Queens uh, Elementary School from kindergarten through eighth grade. It's a private Jewish school. We prayed every morning. Oh. We prayed in the <laughs> prayer hall every morning. Uh, nice. We had half our studies were kind of secular studies. What do they would call them? And half were religious mm -hmm. studies, and Damn. a long ass day. Not like like all my like non Jewish friends would be like home by like one. I'd be still in school at like six. You know, it was like, but you know, a pretty a pretty you good are, education. 
you have a very good encyclopedic new knowledge of, of the Bible, you know, like every now and then you bust that out like, oh, there's that reminds me of this, you know, this thing, you know, from the Old Testament. Yeah, and you bust it well, out for a heathen. It's, it's, I, I, I have because I did. I studied it from for many years. And so a lot of it stuck. Amazing. A lot of it stuck. Yeah. Do you have any do you have any favorite uh, Bible stories, you know, from the Old Testament? Anything uh, like, oh, you know, which one I, I mean, like? David, David I like and Goliath where... is, you know, a classic and, and, and a, a, a story that I like. And it's, you know, kind of general narrative, you know. Um, but no, I, I actually don't think about biblical stories ever. Um, so I, I I'm I'm surprised well, you mentioned that you that come that comes out because I, I it's kind of weird for me to think well only because it. the only reason because I'm really bad at that stuff because I don't have any of that um, even though I went to Catholic school from zero to third grade I don't remember any of it so whenever like Jeopardy comes on you are a very good trivia man and I, I as well I have a lot of trivia knowledge yeah, general trivia absolutely but you know in Jeopardy when they have that one category where it's like the Bible yeah. I'm just like, whoops, I guess I'm not going to win this show if I was there in real life. Right. But you'd fucking kill it. You'd be like, yeah, I'll take that daily double for $20,000, Alex. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. you know, I also I also like history very much. And I think right. there is a connection there. Um, what type of history? Uh, I mean, I know you probably study all types in general. But, I mean, if there was any uh, uh, specific era of history that no, fascinates you most not or maybe really. you had, like uh, I don't recent... I don't have like a specific era that I focus on I I, I kind of like willy-nilly about everything I just like follow my curiosity whatever interests you and then yeah. you know I'm not, I'm not like I'm yeah. not trying to be an expert in any in these things I'm just trying to like like mostly like I guess entertain myself or you know yeah like feed my you have brain. a you have a, a un unquenchable thirst you're just like a very curious person uh you know and you and you like to just be really informed about stuff uh which is why you're just an excellent conversationalist and you're just a you know a fun person to hang around with because you just you just know a lot of shit and you can and you can yep. carry a conversation that's about right anything. that's right that's way more interesting than somebody who you know who you know who's yep. a specialist on something right um, so that's, I think, a secret to one of your success, Todd, in many well, ways. That's, that's interesting. It's, it's interesting, and it's, that's exactly how I feel about you. And I'm, that's, that's, you know, it's true. And, and I'm sure Nick does, too. I'm, I'm match made in Nick, heaven. Nick, am I right? Match made yeah. in heaven. No, no, no. And, and Nick, right. Nick is in that category, too, actually. And I'm not just saying that. Totally. Like, Nick, 100%. Nick has, it's a, it's a rare, it's a rare thing. Well, not, not just, not just that you, like, have knowledge about all stuff, but you're interested to talk about kind of any topic yes any topic yeah i like to talk about uh, details when we talk about a yes. topic like, I like nick and to i had this whole thing about, about remember this about pearl harbor and i was like fuck That's great right. this guy's gonna engage with me about this thing that nobody ever yeah. wants to talk to me about yeah, yeah. why would they? i didn't i didn't really get what you were saying and uh i was a little bit skeptical at first and but then as I thought about it more and I started, you know, doing and I followed up with my, some with yeah, some information. Yeah. Wait, right. it was That's an right. inside you job. Did, you, what are we talking about? No. What's the uh, what's the theory here? Anything? No, it was it was I, it was a conversation about nuclear weapons. OK. Uh, oh, yeah. And, you okay. know, the U.S. The was, U.S. The US was, being the only country that's ever used nuclear weapons. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And, and Nick's if, OK, Nick, I'll let you say what what. There were two. There were two things that you sort of blew me away with. Two concepts. One was, 
we knew that there was going to be a, a bombing of Pearl Harbor, and we let it happen because that was the only way to get into the war. Something Whoa. like that. Oh, okay. I don't know if Tal said that, but that's that's come up. Like, okay. is that true? Like, could that possibly be true? But I think what specifically Tal and I were talking about was the bombing of uh, Hiroshima and, and, and Nagasaki, which is we didn't have to do it. So yeah. I immediately said, oh, yeah. the whole point was if we would save like 60,000 uh, American lives if we because they weren't surrendering and they were going invasion. And he's like, no, not exactly. Yeah. And then he 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 engaged me and this yeah. went back and forth, I, I guess, a few times, which yeah. is kind of interesting. If there's yeah. one thing I learned in this life is that almost everything I learned growing up is wrong. Yes. I mean, like almost Amazing, everything. I, yeah. I pretty much you have to like just start all over and just like. Just like kind of cut cover yeah. as much as you can. Yeah, and I think you need to continuously do that your yeah, entire life, yeah. honestly. Yep. I mean, even now, when we look at something, things are being like rewritten in real time. There's always two points of view. So, of course, a history book is going to have a bias, right? Yeah. And it's just, and if you start with a weird kind of point of view, then the whole book is going to be in, in a certain way in the tone. And now, now you don't even realize your whole country's fucking racist, for example, right? And <laughs> well, and yeah, whoops. We actually, funny, yeah, you're right. We got rid of slavery, but wait, there's a lot of fucking people in jail now working for free. Isn't that the same thing? You know, it's like yeah. those deep fundamental shifts that yeah. if you don't like take a minute to just see where it started and, and yeah. who wrote these things. And well, once you once you have crazy. kind of your eyes open in this shit, it's like you you can't close them. You you can't. Yeah. I don't think you can. Yeah. I don't yeah, think yeah, you yeah. can pretend like you don't know what you know what what you've what yeah. you've learned and like what's more like what's more important than being able to receive new information i mean without that like totally. we're like toddlers for for yeah. life yeah. yeah and being open to changing your perspective right like that's another thing or or being able to have two different opposing views you know at the same time in your head right. and being able to just be like yeah i understand it's complicated yeah. it's complicated it's it's interesting you kind of say that if you were to no longer receive information then you'd be like a toddler and then you start looking when you're conversing with people adults in the real world and you're talking to them and they're spewing out whatever they're spewing out sometimes you get the sense that they're a toddler they yeah. just have no idea yeah. they've never even questioned what they were taught and this uh -huh. is their philosophy yeah i mean i think I, I know, I, yeah i think we all have like our biases confirmation bias and all that you know all those different things and the defense mechanisms yeah. but for me it's like okay let's 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 try and chip away at those you know um yeah. to whatever yeah. degree possible right. you know and if you're lucky maybe you have people who help you and and like help you make some breakthroughs like a, a book or a mentor or a friend or you know a parent or whatever and like yeah and then you yeah. kind of build on that and you pass it forward hopefully and that becomes an important thing i mean that's like you know totally yeah yeah it's like a combination of like having critical thinking and being able to just be around like uncomfortable conversations well it's, it's like, you yeah. also got to kind of swallow your pride yes right? you yes yes okay i might yes. be wrong you got it so you got to embrace a turning that. point yeah, yeah. I had an inflection point in my family is when my sons began to question me and they didn't question me just like because they were angry. I'm not like authoritarian, you know, I was giving them orders, but I was just had a certain point of view, let's say a political point of view. And then all of a sudden I'm like, no, actually dad. And then they get this. Yeah. What do you think about that? And yeah. then I'm like, whoa. So it's no longer a one way conversation. 
yeah. when they get older. Did that, I mean, so what? Did each one of them have that point in their development? Like, is there a certain age? Well, I think, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it's about 19, 18, 19. Say, Tony, Tony yeah. for you, have you seen that yet? Yeah, the girls are a little, you know, the girls develop earlier. So, yeah, I've definitely seen that. Like, you know, I mean, especially... The, the education they get in Berkeley is completely yeah. different from what we oh got. Oh my God, so those girls are so smart uniform. and mature. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like yeah. compare myself to them at that age. I'm like, it's not even, it's no, like it's a different species. You know, you know what I did last night? Just a quick, weird little tangent. I had to do some work last night for like work, like, you know, my career, like I had to do some work and it was a little bit like clerical. I had to like move some content from like post-it notes, virtual to a word doc and just clean it up a little bit. And I didn't feel like doing it. And I, I, I came up to say, I was like, hey, Olivia, you want to be an intern for the night? She's like, sure. I was like, I was like, all right. I was like, all right. So here. So. So, OK, you're going to be a, a, an intern for, for my for my design. Exploiting firm. his I own children. This thing. So she was like, she didn't have school today. Like she has she has Wednesdays off. So she was totally into it. I was like, I'll pay you just do this. She fucking killed it. She took all of my work. She put it into a Word doc. She cleaned it up. She was like, Daddy, I don't understand this. Like, there's a mistake here. Like, do you want, shouldn't these be full sentences? Like, wow. completely cleaned it up and wow. like made everything like shinier and more polished. I couldn't fucking believe it. I, I showed up today and I told like the people that I work with, I did this and they were like, that's amazing. And it's so good. Oh my God. Can't believe it. I feel like this is the yeah. premise for a movie. Now Olivia does all your work Whoa. and now you become, <laughs> now you become the CEO of the company. And all the while, you have to pretend like it's your work. Yes. Oh my God. And, yeah. so and you never let Olivia Olivia leave the house anymore. Yeah. 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 Hey, are you done with that paper? You know, she's like that kid. And by the way, this is actually her high school because she's like the smart kid in class, and she's been having some issues with like the kids want the answers, and she's like, it's not ethical for me to give the answers. And you know, why do I have to do all the work? And now I'm giving. You know, she's in that mode. Wow. And now, and now she's got two problems. Wow, that's so impressive. <laughs> no, so exp impressive. I wouldn't exploit her. Yeah, wow. Yeah, but 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 yeah, yeah it, it just it just goes to that point, Nick. Right? Our kids are just so much smarter, and they're just you know they question everything. Yeah. Oh my god, that's, that's, that's amazing. that makes me so happy. It's nuts. That's nuts. That's great. Yeah. yeah. You know, the only danger there is that, like, I you know, I I don't want them to lose that like childhood kind of innocence, right? I feel like my girls. Because they developed early, they kind of lost it. Like, I'll give you an example, right? Before, we were talking about, you know, being able to hold two different viewpoints in your mind, and that's a sign of intelligence. I remember when my kids were, you know, remember this, Nick, you know, when you have kids, you're, they're, they're growing up, and they're always like, is that good or bad? They're always asking, like, you know, if you're watching any kind of complex story when, like, a, a, yep. a, a villain or a good person comes in, then they look at you, and they just... Is that good or bad? They always need to put it into a bucket of good oh, wow, or bad. that's yep. so interesting. There's no... Yep. There is no nuance in childhood, right? You can't, it's either black or white. And as you get older, you start developing like these things. All yeah, of the yeah. problems we're having in, in the world right now is because there is no grays. There's no nuance. Like people are just stunted and they just- Also because there's a lot of people that are answering those questions wrong. Mm. A lot, Based on a lot. Yes. Own, is that good or bad? Their own bias. Exactly. Yeah. No, yeah. That question, yeah. is so, that good or so bad? So what I've always- Right? Are those two uh, you know, women I've, kissing? I've, Is that good or bad? That's bad. I've, you know? As as long as I can remember, I tried to answer that question with, well, you know, it's it depends it depends on whose point of view you are, right? If you are like you can see 
and any story you watch, there's always going to be a little bit of conflict and like, there's a reason why that bad guy is doing that. Right. Who's to say, who's to say that's not a valid reason. I mean, it's a little warped maybe, but yeah. Can you see that yeah. point of view? You know, and when you start thinking that is when you kind of start growing that's up. A, that's, that's a fully rounded kind of uh, intelligence, you know, that's a well, well yeah. rounded and yeah, that's, that's a, wow. So that's the thing with history yeah, great, books, right? And the way we learn, Bravo. the way we learn history, and maybe part of the problem in this is that they need to choose a side, and they need to say, you know, you know, the north, the north was good, the south was bad, or the south was, you know, whatever. And they need to stick to that script because they need to describe it in fourteen pages, and there's no opportunity for nuance. I have so, a question. Shoot. The question is this: How did we get from growing up? in israel moving to queens to new york blah 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 we're talking about north and south that's what like, we do when, when did that that's what we happen? do do you know do you know about do you know about the, the nights that tony and i used to go out with grapes around new york city do you know this <laughs> it's only happened once or twice that by i the was way. with you this is one of the one of my favorite memories of my 20s this thing Tell that us. we used to do I don't even know. It was kind of yeah. like a pre-Burning Man. Like we um, only did it once or twice. It wasn't like we did. We this, did it several but, times. But, but, but de yeah. definitely more okay. than twice. All right. But but, but not, not many more. Yeah. Maybe maybe four, three right. or four. Yeah, but it was a pre-Burning Man. We had that Burning Man spirit we before we even knew what that was. We did. Yeah. It started like one yeah. night we were just going out in the city, and I think Tony bought some grapes, and we were just walking around. And it was a hot. It was like a hot summer night. Yeah, you know, we were like in the East Village or something. Yeah, and we're so, just like walking up to people and being like, "Hey, you want some grapes?" And and at first they were like, "Uh, no." And then they started giggling, and then they'd have a grape, and then we have a little conversation, and we we're like, "Wow, that was cool." You can interact I, with people if you give them gifts. This is this is this is interesting to me because I remember when we were, uh, you know, going out in the aughts, whatever it was, in Lower East Side. And we went to that place with the Belgian fries, remember? And we, and we brought yeah. them back. We brought like two baskets oh, of Belgian fries. That's we right. went in front of the bar, yeah, uh, palm frites. And then we basically stood outside the bar, just handed them out. And That's we right. had a whole circle of people eating yeah. them. It's amazing. And I remember eventually we had to leave and we handed the whole thing to someone right. and we had to leave. Yeah. Right. So I, I always thought that that was my idea, but yeah. maybe it wasn't. Maybe <laughs> it was it was your well, well, the thing it wasn't, it wasn't really like the grapes were a component one night, but it actually evolved into something that really didn't have anything to well, do that's with what the I'm grapes. Saying. That's what I'm saying. We ended up. So I'll buy that. But what I can. Yep. Go ahead. Well, we ended up uh, basically creating like this precursor to kind of like, a, I don't know what it, well, they ended up doing it at Grand Central Station. Remember New York Stories? You know about that? They had like a booth there and you'd go in there and you'd anyway, what we did is we'd go out and right. we'd be we'd be drinking, you know, getting a little tipsy and we'd pick a spot. You know where we used to go to a Stone Crow was our spot. I think twice. Yes, we did. that place closed. We'd... That place closed. I oh, looked really? for it last time I was in New York. It's gone. That yeah. place closed. I mean, it's still there. Yeah. Somebody's going to open it. I don't know. I couldn't find it at all. Like it's like it's gone. Like it's been turned into like whatever. Right. Uh, last serious? time I was there, I saw Ivanka Trump doing karaoke. Yeah, at a party. Oh, Second God. Trump. That's a different story. But yeah, that's where we ended up. And we had a we had an old micro cassette recorder. I still have it. This Olympus. Oh, it was a Sony micro cassette recorder. Right. And we brought and this camera. And we started. And we would talk to people. And a camera. Yeah. And like a first digital camera, like a Rico camera or something. Yeah. Or like a yeah. Oh, so great. 
I have, I, you know, I have a couple of micro cassettes, which I don't know what they have on them. You remember those things? Those little yeah, tiny ones? Yeah, I wonder if it's that. Oh, my God. We have to. Don't you have I the have photos those somewhere? Cassettes. Yes, I do have the photos. I'll, I'll send them out to you guys after, but I have the photos. Yeah, that would be pretty great. Yeah, we met some really interesting people. Yeah, we did. We did meet some interesting people. It's amazing when you just like open yourself up to like conversing and connecting with a stranger like how much cool shit happens right you know especially new york yeah, i don't I mean, know if it's a, like that everywhere but in new york it, it was yeah i mean in a way it was like a you know a random stranger via my podcast before podcasts that's right before burning that's man that's right yeah <laughs> so we thought about like turning it into like a website and you can like you put, we put the pictures up and and I think we were going to call it New York Stories something or other. That's right. I, I did something like that. Tony, do you remember when I was doing the um, – I don't. it might have been before your time, but I was doing the Strangers in Photo Booths project. No. No. Oh, Photo Booth Strangers. Actually, I think it's still – it might still be my domain, no. photoboothstrangers.com. And, you know, like so oh. San Francisco, for some reason, has a lot of photo booths. And and I thought that was really interesting when I moved here. And we'd go out to bars, and so many of them had photo booths. And one thing I noticed is, like, when you go into a photo booth, you might have had the worst day in the world. You know, somebody you know died. When you go in there, you are smiling and you are happy for for those, like, 20 seconds. For those three. Like, for whatever three problems you have, they yeah. go away. And so I was like, what if we did use the power of that photo booth with strangers? And we took two strangers and we put them in a photo booth together. Would they look as happy and in love as everybody else feels like it looks like when they go to a photo booth? Whoa. So I, I, I would go to I would I went out and I is it is, by the way, is the website working? Did you check it? Photo booth strangers. What is it? Photoboothstrangers.com. And I would find okay. somebody in the bar, a stranger, and I'd go, hey, do you want to go into the photo booth with me? No. I thought it was up recently. Yeah, down. Oh, anyway. And so, and there, and yeah, sometimes they'd be like, what? No, get the fuck out of here, you know? But, you know, right. sometimes they'd be like, uh, what do you mean? And I would explain to them why I'm doing it. I was like, well, I just, you know, let's see, like, what kind of impact it has on, on our connection and on our moods right now. And so, you know. It's Wait, so you would go in there with them or you would pick two strangers? I, I was the, the other stranger. And so... <laughs> And so, and you would pay for the for the for the booth, right? And and so we would you go would in there together. Do... I would pay for it, and we'd go right. in there together. And then I I started a collection of all these strips, oh and I put the strips on a website, and I had like a summary like of the of like what the scenario was, who I met, and where it was, and like what funny things that we talked about, whatever. And it was just like these. Oh, that's cool. It was this photo booth. So how many how many people did you end up doing? Do you remember? Ma Roughly, maybe like seven or eight wow that's cool guess. speaking of photo booths you had that idea about like a disco booth from berlin this is similar to that oh, yes well no it's not similar to that because it's uh it's a uh it's a um a discotheque it's a but why not like a discotheque with strangers it, it can be it can be strangers ideas it can oh yeah well that that's actually a good idea i hadn't thought of that for me, it was just gonna be a just gonna be like a booth where you go in and dance for like three minutes in the middle of your day as you're like going from place A to place B. That's awesome, Nick. Do you understand this? So, uh, so Tal saw this. It must have been some kind of an art. Thing it was. It was on in. the street in Berlin. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's it's, it's called amazing. the, it's I, called I the tele, teledisco. You can go to teledisco's website teledisco. and you can see because it takes a video of the inside or or photos, whatever you want. So they send it to you. So we have we have videos of there it. There it is. There it is. Teledisco. Check out the world's smallest. Yeah, there's a YouTube video. It looks cool. Oh yeah. So I it's see it. it's I the see size it. so of a phone two, booth. Yeah. Yeah. So you put in two euro and then you and then you go and then you then yeah and it gives you it gives you like uh, Spotify. You know, it's like a little pad and you pull up whatever song you want. And it was seriously, we were like tired and kind of we were fighting and hung over and we saw this. We're like, what is this? And we paid it and we went in there and there happened to be the song that we were really digging that week. And I was like, oh, let's play that song. It was just the Charlie Puth song. uh, We don't talk anymore. You know that one. So we go go in there (laughs) and we're fucking dancing but like making out and grabbing her ass and just like grinding you know and it's like 2 p.m middle of the day in berlin and we come out of there and, we, and they oh there's strobe lights inside and shit and there's club lights and there's smoke it's amazing so you come out of there and there's like a group of four girls and we're like oh let's see what happens and all four of them fit in there together and i'm telling you it's like a foam <laughs> And they're all in wow. there and they're playing some like club banger and they're all dancing and singing. And I was like, this is the greatest fucking idea. I mean, that wow. would that brings like that elevates this whole city's like happiness a, a certain percentage. Mm-hmm. Put a yeah. bunch of those around the city. Yeah. Yeah. I'm watch. I'm watching the video. It looks amazing. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Very good. So anyway. uh, Tal, do you have access? You do you have access to play us a little, a little, a little jingle, a little something, a little? Oh, to play you some we got music. About, yeah, we got about five minutes left. So Tal, uh, for you, for you listeners that can't see, Tal is in his uh, in his room, which is surrounded by keyboards. There's like a uh, there's like a Rhodes piano. Is that what that is? This is a Rhodes back here. This is a this is a, a Hammond. Oh, squeaky. That's a whoa, Hammond. Whoa. <laughs> that was a skirt. <laughs> It was like a yeah. death scream. That's Sorry. a Hammond. You got a Leslie and that's a hat. You got a Leslie that's too. Hammond B three, and that's a Leslie right there. Yeah. Cool. And, a, and an old squeaky music. Nick, do you know stand. what a Leslie is? Nick, do you know what no, a Leslie I don't know is? What a Leslie is. Tal, can you can you tell Nick what a Leslie is? A Leslie is a speaker, and it's a speaker that's that that generally is used with a Hammond organ or some kind of organ, and it has rotors in it. Oh. Uh. And so these rotors are basically like these kind of hard kind of cones. And there's a big one and there's a small, well, it depends on the model you have, but some of them have a big one and a small one and they spin and mm. it's a rotor. Oh. And so it spins the sound around. So it creates, this, it, creates this, it creates this really cool effect. That's what you hear. Like when you hear an organ and it goes slow and then it goes fast, you know, like kind of like a vibration. Yeah, vibration. yeah, It's yeah. actually a Leslie okay, speaker. Okay, gotcha. Uh, so yeah, it's a, it's a mm. cool thing. So it, so gotcha. it's this big wooden thing. It looks like a piece of furniture, but it's a speaker. It's and it's from like what the sixties yeah. or seventies or something. Fifties, sixties. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's it's really cool. It's, a, it's, it's really big, cool. It's a big uh, big hunk of wood. Um, it's a beautiful hunk it's, of wood. It's a great right. thing. Yeah. You know what I could do? You know what the easiest mm. thing for me to do right now would be is to pull this thing out. If you want to hear. What is that? If you want to hear a little. It's a melodica. Do you know, oh. Do you know what a melodica is? Oh, you got to blow into it? 
You gotta blow into it? You gotta blow into it. Mm -hmm. It's a, a wind keyboard instrument. So I could pull this out. <laughs> and right, here we go. That's a melodica. <laughs> wow. Uh, wow. Amazing. Yeah, so you held that thing up like a trumpet. Yeah. But it's a keyboard on one side. Yeah, but it's a keyboard uh, that doesn't do anything if you just play the keys. Right. It yeah. you have it's right. the wind, so it's like a it's like an accordion in the accordion family. Right. So when you it's blow crazy. it. Yeah, and I've seen those that have like a tube, right? So you can yeah, let you can play it flat can, with two you hands. You can either do this mouthpiece or a tube. Uh, right. depending on what you're doing. But it, it it looks much cooler when you hold it up in the air like this. Like you're so like cool. you're blowing brass, you know? And then Yes. And then yeah. you can do it. <laughs> you could Right. Do, 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 do. You can call me out. Yeah. yeah. Very nice. So Wow. Uh, yeah. So what's going on with any any music? What kind of music are you creating? Oh, yeah. Of course, you're a teacher. Wait, hold on. Let's take a step back. You're you're a teacher, which which by the way, I love that you're a teacher. It, it just fills me with joy that you are that you are. Yeah, I kind of stumbled you know, into sharing, it. Sharing 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 this knowledge and this gift because you're so freaking talented and and you are like spreading that knowledge around like you know again back to the grapes back to your spirit of generosity obviously it's a job but it's a good fit fucking great job it's a it's a, a surprisingly yeah. good fit not not what i had expected yeah. when i began this journey yeah. but yeah yeah it's but a, then you uh, also create you also create your own music you have a bunch of artists that you work with and as a producer yes and, and, and so any and what's yes. going on with that any any cool projects you're working on yes 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 with a your alter of, ego a lot of a lot of good stuff uh there's one artist in particular who is like out of this world amazing uh, this young woman named satya who's from oakland who is mm -hmm. um sorry i had my speaker on who is um about 20 years old and a okay. supremely talented human being, singer, songwriter, um, performer. And I've been working with her since she was 17. And she okay. just, uh, she just blows me away. Pick me up, With your grace, that's what I've always loved about you. And it's, it's, wow. a, it's a real pleasure to work with her. And so we're working on her second album right now. And, you know, there's there's mm -hmm. some label interest. There's some various parties who, are, you know, have contacted her. And she happens to be wow. just the sweetest, coolest person that, like, oh, you know, it's just so, so great working with her. And... So what? She's a singer. That's her. That's her. Yeah, that's you her can thing? find her on Spotify, Apple, blah blah blah. Satya, S A T Y A. How do you, how do you spell? S A T Y A, Satya. And so very, very, Satya. very special. She's mm. yeah, it's just that oh, on, yeah, on Spotify. And cool. uh, interesting background and just like interesting perspective, like a real poet, real like beauty, real depth, and and just the voice of like like Love. you hear her voice, she's just gonna knock you out. 
That's great. We're gonna we're gonna in the when we when we put this out, we're gonna put a little Satya. We're gonna put this song. The number one song on Spotify okay. by her is a song called "Not Knowing." Yeah, yeah that's great. That's so right. We'll, we'll, that's right. We'll pop, we'll pop that in here so the listeners. Great. Can I got my that. I so plug cool. I plugged my production work there. Nice. Yeah. You see that? How Anybody need that a producer? You come to me. All right. <laughs> Wait. So so how wow. are you working with COVID with her on an album? How does that work? So most of it is remote. Um, we will use Zoom or the wow. like, and we'll have our you know Pro Tools sessions. And we, I will mm -hmm. route my audio so that everybody in Zoom, we're all me and her, and if anybody else is in on the session, and so you know we'll work on the session like, oh hey, let's try this. Uh, you know, can you add like a synth in this area, and then I'll work on it, and they'll hear it. No, no, something a little bit different. Okay, let's try this. Okay, you know, and so we'll just kind of work just like we're working next to each other. The difference is, like where, where the big difference is, is in, you know, like like working on vocals together, for example. You know, mm. that's that's a big part of what I do with artists is work with them on their vocals. You know, all the other stuff mm -hmm. I can mostly do on my own unless unless it requires like live musicians, you know. Um, right, right. But so the vocal stuff is a combination of me like helping them like have a setup at home that they could use to record ideally. Right. You oh, know, wow. and, and then I can either like be on the session with them on Zoom or not. Or I can just show them here's what you need to do here. Are the specs, blah, 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 what you need to know. Just go do your thing, you know, do it anytime you want and just make sure that, you know, right. these kind of standards are met as far as like sound quality as much as possible. Wait, so so you record like a melody or something or some something that they can sing along to or and they write the lyrics or something and then they just record a track. So generally the process is the artist will come to me and say, here, here's a song or here's a bunch of songs and they'll play it for me like a guitar and they'll sing it, you know. Yeah. And here it is. Here are the chords. I'll sing the melody. I'll go, okay. So the first thing I'll do usually is I'll record them in my studio or ask them to send me mm -hmm. a track of the guitar or piano, whatever they're playing, and a track of their singing. Then I'll take that and I'll turn it into like a fully produced song, basically. I'll work, wow. I'll work in my studio, figure out, you know, and sometimes I'll, I'll experiment with like five different ideas for like what this should sound like. Maybe right. it's like a right. mid-tempo, like kind of, you know, electro pop thing. Or maybe it's like this very raw kind of like rock and roll bluesy thing. It depends, you know. And I'll present it so to cool. them and I'll say, here's some, I, I won't do the whole song. I'll do like, let's say a section, maybe a chorus. Whatever comes to mm -hmm. my, whatever comes first, you know, whatever inspiration, you know. Right, bring. right. And I'll send it to them. I'll say, what do you think of this? I'll be like, oh, I like this. I don't, oh, I love this thing. Let's go in this direction. And so That's that so will cool. kind of lead the way, and then right. I'll and then I'll develop it further. What do you think about this for the verse or for the bridge, or whatever? Mm -hmm. And so you know, right. doing the that, creative process. Yeah, it's the process, and doing it remotely. The truth is that most of that I'd like doing. I don't like doing in person anyway. So even mm. before Why? COVID, oh, I wasn't wow. doing that generally. When they're sitting next to me, it'll be like right. I'll work on it. I'll send it to them, and then they'll come here, and we'll talk about it and listen to it. But it almost is never the case that we're working on it in real time together. Sometimes, but it's right. rare. Why? Because like I, it's it's like um, it's not part of your process. You, you need it's time. just like you need There's to you need to deliver yeah. right away. Like you need to you can't just sit there and like right. you're gonna now watch me just like fuck around for an hour. Right. Nobody wants to do that. Right. So it's a different it's, right. it's a different right. mode, you know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, sometimes I like I sit there and like, oh, you know what? I'll, I have this melody here. I want to try like 50 different sounds. 
right? Nobody mm-hmm. wants to sit there and hear me try 50 sounds for the same thing. You know, like you have to be insane to want to hear that. Right. Plus, they, they just want to get, you know, hear the six that you chose. Exactly. That group. Exactly. So yeah. most of the time, that's so how it cool. works. You know, and then we'll and then so the, the, the part that we have to do differently now is, is the recording the vocals. And so but lately right. I have opened up a little bit and I have some like protocols mm-hmm. and guidelines and restrictions around covid. And, you know, yeah, I have mm-hmm. to get tested and I have to, I need like a week between new people to air it out, ventilate, blah, blah, blah. And so I've been doing that. Right. And she had. And so cool. so I've had like four different artists in the last two months or so come in and do right. do sessions in person, which That's is nice. Cool. You can't record. You can't record outside, right? Like having a studio in the patio, that, that wouldn't work because of like street noise or something. You could record outside, but that would be part of it. You would have it would have ambient sound right? Um, for the most part. I mean, there are there are ways to mitigate that. You know, there are ways to like gate out, um, you know, mm-hmm. or attenuate certain like sounds that. But, uh, you know, you have to I, I don't have the equipment for that. That's a kind of specialized equipment, you know, like when you, f- you do like a film outside or stuff like. That's that's mm-hmm. not really where it's mm-hmm. at. But I, I did do an yeah. interesting thing recently, which is I was on a session with a client and I was like, hey, I, I want to hear you sing this new thing that I came up with. And so he's he's on the phone. Right. And he's got his headphones and he's on Zoom with me. He'll be listening to the track in Zoom that I created and then he'll sing along into his phone Record recording it. himself. And then he'll and then he'll email me what he just recorded. And and then I'll, just pop, I'll just pop it into the session. And now he can hear. Nice. And then you can add all like reverb and exactly. all these crazy yeah. things. And you can you can just mix. Yeah. Them. And so wow. so that's become an interest. I haven't gone like fully like we're now recording in a session live. You know, there's a way to right. do that. But the latency and the whole thing, I'm just kind of yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of scared of that. So I, don't, I didn't even I'm yeah. like, I've just resigned to not do it. Yeah, I can't imagine how you would do that with the latency. I mean, we couldn't clap together at the same time just now, yeah. right? Like one beat. Yeah. How the hell do you yeah, jam? Imagine how complicated it must be to yeah get the get the different tracks of a song. Yeah, and you have to have yeah, like to, a to very reliable, up. strong connection. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's all fascinating. I love I love all that stuff. I geek out on it. I I had the pleasure of seeing Tal. Uh, uh, I think a couple of times. Um, produce like a you know some music over in a in a bona fide um, you know music studio. This place called Fantasy, a legendary, Fantasy a legendary studio, legendary. Rest in peace, right? Closed recently, peace. I think. Yep, yep. Yeah, right. but this is like you know this is a place that had like you know uh, who was who 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 were some of the artists? And you walk into this place. Oh it, well, it was uh, it was like actually built by um, it was built by Cre- uh, Credence. Clearwater revival. Clearwater. Uh, what's what's his right. name? That's um, right. I can't think of it. Fogarty. Jo- yeah, John Fogarty. F- Fogel, it was built by, it was built by him, mm-hmm. by his money, basically. But oh, there's tons of like you know Miles Davis and you know like huge huge names. It's it was like the you know top two three studi- studios in Northern California. And uh, yeah, unfortunately yeah, it, it went away. Long. You know what was the best part of that session was how how mm-hmm. like who was it was it Olivia or or Lulu that was there. The, I think we, I think all three of us rode our bikes. Oh, there. they were both there. Yeah, that that, that they yeah. had some like part in that. They had some interaction in that with uh, Tom Pollitzer, who's the sax player from uh, Tower of Power. 
Uh, That's right. Yeah, because yeah, they were both taking band at the time, and they played like you know the flute and clarinet, and uh, and you know, yeah, the, the, one of you guys was explaining the music and how it was going along, and and they were so into it. Yeah, and really and, cool. I, and Tom Tom really like kind of got into like really was getting into that role, which I thought was cool, like getting like showing the girls like like yeah. like kind of the, some of the technical stuff and. Yeah, no, it was great. It was really, it was really cool. Yeah. What a great, what a great afternoon. And then we had pizza, which was always, yes. always o good. Always, <laughs> always has to be food. Yeah. I, I was in a recording studio once in my life, and it was Giovanni's band recorded uh, three songs in a real studio with a sound guy behind a glass, mm -hmm. uh, a little audience, and it was like curtains all around us. And they had, it was, it was great. It was this place on Long Island. I don't know how popular or what's ever been done there, but it was a it was a full studio experience. And it was like my son. Yeah, up there. I got a yeah. video of it. I'll, I'll see if I. I Is that like a rock school That's thing? Cool. Yeah, a he went to like a, a it was a music store. Okay, it's like a music store that sells instruments, but they also have gotcha. lessons. They have private lessons, and then eventually they said, "Well, we got all these students. Let's let's have a new class, which is like a band right. class." And Giovanni did that class for so five do years. So kids are is there like grade. garage bands anymore? Like, is there like garage and basement bands anymore? I haven't seen it, but I tell you, one of my fondest memories was walking home from the Long Island Railroad, and in one of the houses that I walk by now with Roku, my dog, every day, pretty much, there was a, a house with the garage door open and a teenage band playing, just playing freaking loud. I couldn't <laughs> believe how loud it was. I remember, and every time I walk by that house, I want to see someone like a parent or someone walk out of there. And I want to tell them that story. Oh yeah. <laughs> that's cute. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I just wonder like, cause, cause that's like the school of rock concept wasn't invented until we were adults. So yeah. we didn't have things like that. You know, it was just like, there was like yeah. school bands and then it was just like you played in your garage or in your basement. Right. You know, and I wonder if that's yeah. gone like, now, now that it's kind of more like formalized and like commodity. I know, I know this, um, I know this guy who who uh, who is a very successful businessman uh, who shall remain nameless. He was exploring this idea of uh, of like a rehearsal space model, like a fancy rehearsal space, but make them make them cool, mm -hmm. right? Imagine like, you know, imagine like a plank, you know, in Oakland where you know you're just hanging out. There's outdoors, there's bocce ball, and there's rehearsal studios. So make it a hangout yeah. space. There, uh, I mean, rehearsal like spaces are place. renowned for being the dumpiest places you can ever exactly. imagine exactly and that and that was that was his angle right like charge a little more make him a hangout place have you know have a space for parties have a space for performance right so you can go have rehearsal room so it's it's not just that like dumpy you would have hole. to charge a lot because otherwise you're gonna get a whole shitload of slobs coming through there smoking yeah, yes. everywhere pouring drinks everywhere right. throwing up everywhere yeah. fucking everywhere right smoking dope yeah. shooting up you know boof boofing yes. everything that's what you can that's what you, that's what you can expect from a that's community of musicians wow. okay that's rock and roll yeah that's fair enough yeah. that's why they're yeah, dumb pitched it like it was like it was like a, it was like a, the pitch was like the we work for musicians you know yeah. except it's a cool idea actually you know guitar center emeryville has something like that it's not a hang spot but it's like a nice it, it looks yeah. nice they did it right. nice you know and it's Right. Um, but the thing about like rehearsals places, like some of them are like, there are these massive buildings that have like hundreds of rooms in there, you know, and they right. kind of soundproof them a little bit, but mostly you hear just like 
right. an insane ca cacophony just like vibrating right. the whole building like you know especially during certain right. hours it's, it's like buzzing you know death right. metal and like you know it's it's everything's right. just cranking in there you know yeah. um that that's the model around here at least that i've seen i think that's right. a lot of places yeah it's it's an interesting idea it's yeah. cool like you know it is. it is all you need is one buddy that's in a band and then that, that becomes like a hangout spot, what if you, right? what like, if they did you know how they had those like met summer camp things like where you got to mm -hmm. go to like St. Pete and hang out with Lenny Dyke Dykstra yeah. and Tim Tuffle and you know, right. like Wally Backman. You you could be like smoking smoking mm -hmm. cigarettes and like drinking old fashions with Wally Backman. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, like do right. they have that with musicians? Right. Like you get to like That'd be cool. You get to yeah. like do lines with like Lemmy or something, you know? <laughs> <laughs> everything's so clean now you know you just like you know eat an organic yogurt with uh you know with dave grohl yeah. you know oh that's no fun yeah that's no fun. different kind of fun uh, all right so we are we are closing in on our on our time here how quickly time flies so quick Ta wow. Ta this, we have this to do a we have to do a part two we have yeah to do a this part has two. been this has been fantastic todd i'm so yeah. excited to hear your your studio quality audio for a change yes. because we've had some Yes. Some real stinkers in the past. <laughs> That's uh, you know, it'd be cool. We have uh, we have this thing that we want to start uh, giving out to our guests. We um, I can give you um, a URL. Yeah. Where you can record a message and we can play it on the podcast. You know, uh, obviously you can you know you can send us the wave file obviously, but this is just easier and I can just pop gotcha. it into the thing. Well, so if you want to like something specific, put in like a little. Yeah, so so Johnny's gonna put a bunch of Johnny jokes in there, and we're gonna just play like a segment where here here comes a Johnny joke, and we just play it, you know. Yeah, okay. you know, Tony, we we've been talking about having segments for a long time. And we're only I think this is only episode six. No, hold on, we're just getting started, Nick. <laughs> okay, this is, this okay. is early days. Okay, early I got days. you. I'll 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 yeah, I'll come so, up with something. Yeah, so maybe you can come up with a melody, or maybe you can come up with that thing that you'd read at the toilet. You know, you know, like or this is an or, in or, interesting or, fact of the week. I ha I have or, an idea. Comfy tips. I have an idea. I'll yeah, we can play like a bit. one or two minute little like you know instead of an ad, we play like Tal's Factorium. I Fact Factory. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yes. This is good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Think about it. No. No stress. No. Uh, you know. You're, no. You're no sparking rush, no, lots uh, of ideas. Yeah, this is See, great. That, that, that's yeah, well, well, thank you again for joining thank us. Thank you for on, having on me, podcast. my friends. You guys are, yeah. uh, yes. uh, you know, yeah. truly uh, the gift of life is, is friends like you. And ah, um, thank you, thank you. I, I, I once I once I heard the first episode, I'm like, of course you're doing this. It's so perfect. It's so great. <laughs> I want it. I want it to happen forever. I feel like this this could be more popular than Joe Rogan's show. If you only Fuck that had, guy, Joe Rogan. if you only had the right, the the right, uh, you know, promotion and marketing uh, resources. Sure. But as far sure. as personalities and and enjoyable like banter, it's it's amazing. So. Oh, that's I, that's great. That's you. wonderful to hear. Would, well, you're just contributing to all yeah. that goodness. So thank you. I wish you the best. All right. And, uh, Bye, friends. Bye -bye. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.